Thank you, Jim. Good evening. Today is Wednesday, December 20th. My name is Mia JT from Massachusetts, and we are studying the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous. This week's chapter is step three in how it works. And our speaker tonight is Rohan, um, Rohan S. And thank you, Rohan. And with that, the floor is yours. Thank you very much, Mia. Uh, and everyone else on this call, my name is Rohan S. I am a grateful, recovered, compulsive overeater. I very much have this thing. <laughs> and um, I believe Ian asked me to speak. Thank you, Ian, um, so much. It's an honor. It always greatly helps me to share on my experience, strength, and hope in this meeting, in this case, related to uh, step three in the How It Works chapter in the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous. And most of all, uh, welcome to any newcomers that are on this call. You are the most important members on this call today. And um, we're here to help, absolutely. Because I know that when I came eight months ago, um, actually nine months ago, in March, I was in desperate need of help. I I've spent, I'm 31 years old, so I've spent about 25 years um, living my will. Um, and before program, I never used the word will, W-I-L-L. So it's very unnatural for me to think about what that means, especially in relation. Oops, did I mute myself? No. Um, and so it's just very unnatural to me. And so one thing that has really helped me when it comes to like, what does it mean when it says, okay, God's will, not mine be done is, um, I kind of replaced the word will with idea and it's, I I've been told that when I'm coming into OA, Am I out of ideas? Right? And really, am I out of this one idea? Which is, for me, I'm going to figure out a way to somehow reduce the amount of food I eat, which will then consequently reduce my body weight. That was always my goal. And I, it came in many forms. It came in many diets, many fasts, many different ways of restricting, researching about a new food um, that would be the saving grace. Um, and I was always determined that I would find a diet a new nutrition influencer, a new fitness influencer, 
something of this earth uh, that I would find. I was always convinced. And then for me, something which anyone else would think is devastating, something amazing happened January of this year. I no longer gave a crap about anything. I completely just wanted to eat. You know, I always wanted to eat my food and also drop the weight. I always wanted that, you know? And for me, I always wanted to make millions of dollars without doing the hard work. Having these amazing, fruitful relationships without having to communicate and you just reading my mind and knowing my expectations and abiding by them, right? The problem really isn't the food. It's my insane thinking. Um, and it just got to a point where um, I couldn't stop anymore, which they say is the big part about this alcoholism. Like, you can't stop. I couldn't stop eating. And um, at first, it was a lot of fun because it gave me a lot of pleasure. But then the problem was I couldn't stop. And it became very, very scary, very fast. And... The most beautiful thing happened. I had to get down on my knees. As they say that God stands for a gift of desperation. I was absolutely awarded the gift. Um, and I had somehow learned about OA. And very shortly, I had my first sponsor. And I was on my way. And so. You know. I think sometimes. Myself included. A lot of people put a lot of pressure on step three. You know that I have to turn my will and my life over to the care of God. But that's not step three. The first three words say, made a decision, right? It's only about making a decision, you know, and if you've ever read the 12 and 12, um, I haven't read OA's version, but the 12 and 12 Alcoholics Anonymous version, they do a really beautiful job of explaining it in step three, where willingness is like a huge door and all I have to do is crack open that door, you know? And for me, that was just for today. Maybe I'll go and see what that OA meeting has to offer, you know? And maybe I'll try out that suggestion that my sponsor is telling me to do. It, it was all these little things. And Personally, from re from my own research, you know, I want you know in how it works in that chapter, it, it talks about half measures availed us nothing, 
and this might break many people's hearts the way it broke mine, but I really only wanted to do pick and choose the few suggestions that were con that seemed convenient to me. And that is what I did. And without mentioning any foods, I was able to stay away from my alcoholic foods. But what I kept on doing was eating extra quantities of my green light foods. Because they were quote unquote healthy, right? And for me, I always say this, like healthy, unhealthy, it doesn't matter, right? If pizza and Oreos were abstinent, I would eat them. But because for me, again, what it comes down to is that I, I, I'm just, I, I, The issue is the thinking, you know, I have this insane insanity around the way I think. And no matter what it is, um, excuse me, I lost my thought. I'm going to take a second to recollect, bring God back into it. So I, um, yeah, so the main point that I was trying to get there was that I was connecting, hey, yeah, half measures availed us nothing. And so for me, what it comes down to is that there are so many suggestions that the program and well, through the program, my sponsor offered to me and I had to learn through relapses, which I'm grateful for 10 minutes. Thank you. Because they taught me that um, I needed to take full measure because if I don't take full measure, the insanity wins in one shape or form, um, my thinking will lead me back to, um, into the food. And the moment I'm back into the food, I trigger the allergy and, uh, then there's no saying what happens. And it's a slow death from there. If not a physical death, guaranteed a spiritual death. Um, and so what has had to happen for me, and I really want to be careful here because I'm, I'm absolutely recovered today. Um, I have a meal plan, a food plan um, um, that my sponsor knows about and we keep in check with. And um, I'm recovered around that. I don't have insanity around, around the food, but my emotional sobriety is still a work in progress. And it's funny because now that I don't have the food to soothe me and comfort me, 
I have to deal with life and I have to deal with these fears that I've always had. And I'm grateful because I've never really confronted these fears. I've never pushed through them. And now I have to, you know, and this is a big part about step three because it is making this decision that I'm not going to just sit here and say, okay, I'm going to be abstinent. And then life is going to be all butterflies and rainbows. No, a big part of this is understanding that God's will is that I now find a new solution for dealing with my resentments, my disturbances, and my fears. You know, because otherwise those are the things that will put me back in the food. You know, it's why I have to thank God. Thank God for the internet and this OA community where I can do these 10 steps, you know, because what these 10, these 10 steps teach me about that third step, that, that, that important word in the third step, which I, I always would brush past, which is the care of God, you know, all this seems so difficult. And I ask, why, why do I need to do all this? Why do I need to turn my life and my will over to, to God? It seems so unreasonable until I look at that word, care. Because it's a complete game changer. It, it, it flips everything upside down. And the truth is, is that my God, I'm getting used to I was thinking about this. There, there is a power greater than anything on this earth that deeply, deeply cares for me and loves for me. Like it literally wants the best for me, you know, and, and I have to spend time each day reminding myself of this. You know, because my insane thinking, one thing, one thing I learned about our disease that, that I was, I, I learned from a fellow in this program is that one of the attributes of this disease is that it, it likes to assign blame. And I very much resonated with this because every morning that I wake up, I immediately start to do this. You know, I'll like within seconds of opening up my eyes, I'll think about something in my past and how my life has come out to be. And then I'll blame my father for it. Or I blame that kid in college for it. Or I'll blame myself for it. Like, how could you? This is so unfair. Life has treated me so unfair. And I'll look at the spot I'm in. You know, and I have found that the only remedy for this is the reminder that actually, because there's that assumption that if I'm blaming all these things and my life is so terrible, that, that, thank you, that life doesn't care about me, that life doesn't look out for me, that life doesn't love me and, and want the best for me. And, and that, that's what this OA program has really given me, right? Like, this is the, it is the reason why I do I do outreach calls to to of course remind myself that oh my gosh I have this disease and 
though I'm recovered today, if, if I make that decision, I can go and get back into the food and run my life to the ground. Sure. That's absolutely why I do outreach. But then I do outreach because there's people like me who have this problem and have found a common solution, which is, um, you know, that there's a, a God, a higher power that loves and cares for me, you know, and the, and the, um, and because I have five minutes, four minutes left, the, 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 the biggest thing that I've learned, and I had to write it down because I didn't want to butcher the words, um, was that, and I talked about my ideas, right? My idea is that some way, somehow I want to figure out a way to reduce my, the food I eat so I can reduce my weight or find a way, this would have been the best to reduce my weight while eating the foods I love. If there was a program for that, I would be there, not here, but there is no such thing, or at least I haven't found it. Um, but that God's will is that, is that I become more and more interested just to, to see what I can contribute to life instead of now finding ways to assign blame it's a reframe and every day committing myself to see how I can contribute, right? How, and I was talking to one of my good fellows today, how I can sacrifice my time and energy. You know, this, these are the things that bring me closer to God and, and help me live by his will. You know, how can I um, make myself available on group me and WhatsApp groups to people who need outreach or to give 10 steps, you know? And how can I be self-aware to recognize that, hey, I have this, this little petty thing, but it's still a resentment and I need to do a 10 step so I can have someone else be, be of service to take my 10 step today. Or, you know, how am I, you know, making myself available to the newcomer? the struggling newcomer who I once was and that so many fellows graciously led their hand to lift my spirits and um, share their experience, strength and hope and convince me that there is a, a new way of life, a beautiful way of life, you know, one where there is a higher power um, and it's it's not daunting to live a life where you have a higher power because and it's worth repeating that higher power loves and cares for me deeply 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 um yeah so you know when i read how it works it was all about that and you know, you know playing playing the director every 10 step i do it has to do with me recognizing that you know i'm trying to be the puppeteer wanting to control everyone and um have everyone say and do what i want them to do so that life works out the way i think it should you know and uh oa program has allowed me to surrender and say you know maybe maybe uh, my way isn't the way and that um I need to tread on the path of patience, tolerance, kindliness, and love.
and maybe things will be a little bit easier. So um, I, I think I'm pretty much running down here in the last minute. So this is pretty much um, what God wanted me to say, I guess, about uh, step three. And um, you know, it it's daunting, but when you find a sponsor and listen to their suggestions and and, and, and do these steps in order, um, they talk about a spiritual awakening. And for me, that's that's last couple seconds here. It's levels, it's levels to it. And um, by taking the action, um, I get closer and closer and got to God and realize that um, more and more as, as I grow in this program, that the more I realize how much God really loves me. And, and that is a security that I've always ever wanted. And I feel like my God-sized hole, well, it's being filled with God. So thank you guys so much for listening to me. And thank you. Thank you so much. Wow, Rohan, thank you so much. That was amazing, amazing. Thank you. Um, we will now open the meeting for questions or three-minute shares. As this is a big book study, sharing questions should relate specifically to the chapter and the step being studied this week. We ask you to accept this guideline in order to keep the meeting on track. If you'd like to share or ask a question, please raise your virtual hand, which is under reactions, or star nine if you're on the phone. I will call the raised hands in order and the Zoom host will ask you to unmute when it's your turn. With the timekeeper, please set a timer for three minutes for each share and announce when time is up. If the speaker is asked a question, please allow three minutes for the answer. So with that, um, I first up I have Melissa S followed by Rachel Y. And uh, Melissa, please unmute and share. Thank you. Hi everyone, I'm Melissa S. Thanks for having me tonight. I'm a compulsive overeater. Rohan, thank you so much for your share. It was just so authentic and I really could identify with a lot of it. Um, this idea of my idea be done instead of my will be done, that language is so helpful because I always talk about my agenda. And um, but I feel like I've heard said like that we have to get to the end of ourselves and get to the end of all of our options. And this plan words of like my idea be done, like finished, <laughs> like I have to be done with my idea. Um, and then I was just thinking of like the, the Lord's prayer, you know, we say it at some meetings and instead of like thy will be done, thy kingdom come. I think that mostly when I wake up without, before I speak to God, I start with, my will be done, my kingdom come, like everything I want to do needs to happen. Um, and I don't know if that's like the addict in me or if it's just human, but it's very hard. And then um, this idea of like God caring for me, um, it's just a hard truth to like let sink in, but I agree with that. Um, and a, kind of like a loving parent, you know, I don't know, a lot of us probably have, didn't have the best parents, but thinking of my higher power is like a loving parent and how if I'm like a toddler just doing what I want, a loving parent wants the best for their kids and like even wants to give them good gifts and like 
I know I have kids. I'm like, you need to do piano lessons because it's going to benefit you in the future. You know, it might not feel good right now, but I just feel like loving parents want their kids to do hard, good things, but um, the toddler doesn't want to do it, you know? Like, <laughs> And so I feel like I'm definitely prone to wander, but I feel like not only is he a loving parent, he like you've heard said, you know, that he's rescuing us. Like he sees that, but he comes to rescue us addicts. And that's just so encouraging. But then this, I was thinking of this decision. Have you heard the three frogs on a log? I'm sure, but there's three frogs on a log and one decides to jump off. How many lo- How many frogs are still on a log? Well, it's three because they only made a decision. They didn't actually jump off the log. So it is a decision, but then it has to immediately be followed by, you know, launching off on your four step or like that. I've heard like the way, you know, you've done step three is that you've got a notebook and a pen in your hand, like with you all the time, you're just doing your writing. So, um, that's how you show you've done that. You're giving evidence for your decision, you know? Um, yeah. And then the last thing I'm probably running out of time, but this idea of like waking up and thinking about me, 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 I, like a lot of self-reflection is in our program, but it's kind of like looking in the um, mirror before. Okay. I'll tell you that one later. Glad to be here. Bye guys. All right. Thank you very much, Melissa. Uh, next up we have Rachel Y followed by Lynn S. Go ahead, Rachel, your turn. Hi, Rachel, Compulsive Overeater. Um, Rohan, thank you so much for your beautiful share. I was a little late, but it was so beautiful. Um, I'm a newcomer. I just got 30 days um, on the 17th. And I feel like since that, thank you guys. Um, Since that, I kind of feel like a train wreck a little bit. So it's been really hard. I guess the honeymoon period is over. I don't know. But um, I was just reading the OA 12 and 12 today, actually listening to it. And I'm so glad that I came on this meeting and step three, they did, did such an eloquent job describing that. And I really think you captured that so well. Um, Your story reminded me so much of mine. I was such a lost soul and waking up in the morning with so much um, anger and resentment. And since joining OA, the food is still so much an issue but it's really given me like a new life it's incredible and the fellowship has been so amazing so I'm so glad I came and heard you um I guess my question for you would be you mentioned that you quickly got a sponsor I'm new and I'm not really sure like I know there's no timeline but I have a hard time not being told what to do and like what steps I feel like I'm trying to go through the book by myself and it's like not working so well I guess um and I need some somebody to kind of guide me and give me like homework you know um so I just wanted to know from you like when did you get a sponsor do you know like approximately like how long you took because I feel like it's not clicking completely yet um for me I need more direction so thank you again and with that I'll pass thanks Rohan Thank you so much for asking the question, Rohan Compulsive Overeater. I have two minutes to answer it. Okay. Um, again, um, if there's one thing I learned, everyone in OA has a different experience. So I'm just sharing my experience, strength and hope. And um, I got a sponsor the first hour I, I came into OA. Um he kind of pushed himself on me and I'm very grateful he did 
because I had no clue what was going on. And there's this concept of entire abstinence, right? When you're an alcoholic, it's easy because it's very clear what's alcohol, wine, beer, liquor. I need to stay away from that 100%. But with OA, food is tricky because what my abstinence is different from Mia's, is different from Nancy's, is different from Lynn's, right? So me eating something could trigger my allergy. And for Mia, it could be completely good to go. And I need to get with a sponsor right away to get completely clear. And when I say completely clear, there can't be one food out there which gives doubt to my mind that this could trigger my allergy. Not one food. So it took several hours, I will tell you, with my sponsor to figure out my my food plan and figure out the quantities of each food group for each meal. And then once I did that, I could I could get abstinent for two, three days. And then we dove into the step work because now I had a clear mind. I didn't have risk of eating something, triggering the allergy, my body craving food. And when my body craves food, I'm not going to care about step one, step two, step three. I'm in the food. I'm drunk, so to speak. Right. So for me, in my experience and what I've seen, it's absolutely necessary to get a sponsor someone to keep me accountable help me get abstinent and um and um start working through the steps because last thing i'll say here is without the steps um i'm gonna want the food in some form or fashion today the miracle is i do not want the food i eat my abstinent meal and then i go about my life that is a miracle thank you well thank you very okay. much for the question and uh and thank you rohan for your answer um next up we have lynn followed by um uh, here we go hi everybody rohan thank you so much it was so wonderful to hear somebody relatively new speak, um, the energy, the passion, the wonder that you have over program just really showed through. It was, uh, really inspired me, let me tell you. And uh, some of the things that you said, I know the word care is in there. I know that. But when you said it, you got goosebumps and so did I. And that's the whole point because it's this love for me. These are just my words, this loving father, God, that cares about me, that cares about me more than more than I could ever imagine. And it's it was just lovely when you said that, you know, like and there is this power, like this power that's that's bigger and wider and stronger than anything I could ever imagine times a bazillion that only wants the best for me. I, I love that. And then you said, uh, this disease likes to assign blame. Oh my gosh. I, you know, something would happen at work and I'd go into a panic. And the first thing was I have to find somebody to blame and it can't be me. 
So I, I have to find somebody to blame. And I couldn't even breathe until I could hang the blame on somebody. Then I could breathe and say, okay, now what's the problem and how do we resolve it? But that need, you know, that need. And then when you said it's the disease and I thought, yeah. And it's, uh, it's so wonderful not to have to live like that anymore. And step three is really special to me too, because on page 13 in Bill's story, there is the beginning, a first time that we ever hear step three. And it says, there I humbly offered myself to God as I then understood him to do with me as he would. I placed myself unreservedly under his care and direction. I admitted for the first time that of myself, I was nothing that without him, I was lost. I ruthlessly faced my sins and became willing to have my newfound friend take them away root and branch. So when I recite the third step prayer, I take the third step prayer the way it's written on page 63. And I add those phrases from page 13 in Bill's story that apply, that really speak to me and put them all together and that's my th third step prayer. I love it when you take a prayer and it means something to me. Rote doesn't work for me. But, you know, having something, having a prayer that means something to me really does. And with that, I'll pass. Thank you so much for sharing your experience, strength, and hope with us. Very good. Thank you so much, Lynn. Uh, next up, we have Nancy uh, G.S., followed by Jim H. Uh, Nancy, please unmute and share. Hi, Nancy, compulsive reader. Thank you, Rohan. Thoroughly enjoyed. Lots of things to talk about. But the one thing that hit me was something you said at the end that I had never thought about. And I went, this is the most important thing for me to hear today. And it's when I do a step 10, I'm helping somebody else do service. And I thought, Whoa, that's, you know, I, I always thought of step 10 as being really for me, but it's not. It's also for the person who's working with me. And I, I mean, I, ha I have to admit, I've gotten some amazing thoughts and ideas from people who I've given 10 to, and I've come up with some amazing things myself when I'm the taker of a 10th. And it's like God's working through me. And I get information I could get no other way. I mean, I feel like that's how God speaks to all of us is through um, all the, it, it's, sorry, I got distracted by something. It, the, so that God is working through us and in everything that we do in this program, all the time, if we just are able, I'll speak for myself, if I am just able to keep my eyes and my heart open, set aside prayer. You know, let me set aside everything so I can have an open heart and an open mind and a new experience of it all. So thank you for giving me a new experience. And thank you, everybody, for being at this meeting. Thank you very much, Nancy. Um, with that, it is uh, now time to stop the recording for unrecorded questions and shares. Uh, with the Zoom host, please stop the recording.